All right, my famous people, my word nerds, the word of the week is formidable, F-O-R-M-I-D-A-B-L-E, which is an adjective, and the definition of formidable is causing fear, apprehension, or dread of discouraging or awesome strength, size, difficulty, arousing feelings of awe or admiration because of grandeur, strength of great strength, forceful, or powerful. So you could use this word like this. Oftentimes we encounter formidable problems, but there isn't anything that we can't overcome. There you go. Use it in your conversations today or this week. Hello, my famous people. Thank you guys for joining me once again. I'm excited about today's episode. Today's episode will be quite interesting. You'll be learning a little bit about the animal kingdom. Trust me, I do believe today's episode will resonate with you. So do not tune me off if the if the animal kingdom does not interest you. Just to share a little light about who I am, I am about a 40-something-year-old woman who, in addition to loving the word and words, I thoroughly enjoy documentaries, real events from the early 1500s of maybe prominent kingdoms amongst its rulers, and thoroughly enjoy the National Geographic channel. <laughs> yes, I could watch all those types of shows on a Friday night with some popcorn. Yes, I am completely working on my nerd status. I want to be well-rounded in my nerd status. Don't get me wrong. I do like me some romantic movies and some action movies and all that good stuff, but I'm naturally inquisitive. And so today's episode will slightly remind you of the National Geographic channel. So do not tune me off, guys. I believe you will enjoy today's episode. So pop those earbuds in, go for your walk, hop on that treadmill. Maybe this is your devotional time and you you take a journal with you when you do when you devo so let's jump right into it so i want to take you to sub-sahara africa as we briefly mention the attributes of the majestic and powerful lion i left you last week's episode with a little teaser from proverbs 28:1 the wicked flee when no one pursues them but the righteous are bold as a lion So it's comparing how the wicked react in times of difficulty or uncertainty, but it depicts a picture for us as the righteous that we are to be bold as lions. You know, lions have always fascinated me and how this formidable predator is the king of the beast amongst all other animals. This beautiful, majestic animal that God created. Before I get started, though, I want to share with you an excerpt from Lisa's book, Lioness Arising. Wake up your wake up and change your world. And I will have the link in the description of today's episode. These people rise up like a lioness, like a majestic lion rousing itself. They refuse to rest until they f- have feasted on prey, drinking the blood of the slaughtered. Numbers 23 and 24. Trembling, I reread the fierce words printed on the fragile page. Rise up like a lioness, like a majestic lion rousing itself, 
The raw imagery hit me. I could see it, a lion and his lioness rising up out of the grass. As they rose, the dynamics of the plane changed from peaceful to electric. Every living creature sensed the lion's change of posture and watched attentively. The golden ones were awake, stretching, testing the air, surveying their domain, ready to make their move. Perhaps they were hungry. Maybe they were agitated by the presence of an enemy who had violated the marked boundaries of their territory, and it was time to make their presence known. So what you may not know about lions, and I've ended the excerpt, they are an apex predator. So an apex predator is a, is, is a flesh-eating animal, any flesh-eating animal that has no natural predators or enemies. Apex predators hold the top rank in a plant herbivore and carnivore food chain. One of their significant social marks as lions is that they proclaim their territory as they roar, as they send out that magnificent, awe-inspiring roar. Their distinctive roar is generally delivered in the evening before a night's hunting and again before getting up at at dawn. You know, it's like in case the surrounding friends forgot that I am here, here's my roar. In other words, here's your sign. (laughs) The king of the beast has not left. I read that roaring is a key component of lion social social behavior and territoriality. That's a mouthful. A lion's roar is arguably the world's most iconic animal sound. Roars can be heard from, from over several miles away when the conditions are right. The sound is deafening and awe-inspiring when heard from nearby. Don't let these daytime sleeping animals fool you. They are vocal. Roars, roars are used to signal territoriality and to locate distant pride members. Both male and female lions demonstrate ownership of territories via roaring and are able to gauge the strength of opposition based on the number of roars heard from other groups. I mean, they can gauge their opponent by listening to the roars of other groups. That is powerful. They avoid roaring behind their beyond their home range boundary and are more likely to roar repeatedly near rivers and water points. You know, I'm not going to regurgitate the life of a lion because you can go to the National Geographic channel or any type of learning channel, PBS, whatever, watch a few episodes and get educated on it. So trust me, it is fascinating as to how God created this animal and how they interact with their pride and all their other animals in their domain. So I encourage you to take some time to do that. But I want to highlight today a few people in the Bible that highlights our verse today from Proverbs chapter 28, verse 1, that the righteous are bold as lions with their roaring in mind. I want you to have the roaring in mind in the back of your mind. I have been living in a place of not shrinking back, being bold, having faith for the supernatural, having faith while waiting, waiting on God. Anybody in the waiting game? Anybody still waiting for something that you've been praying for? That takes tenacity. That takes boldness. That takes trust. That takes an endurance. 
So I've been in a place of being bold, having faith about an assignment that's in front of me. And in my current world as a basketball mom, you know, driving the basket into the hoop, no matter what, you cannot let that opposing team stop you. See, and and that is the goal in not shrinking back and being bold, being faithful, pushing past what feels uncomfortable. In life, we will face some challenges or front up to difficult situations, but we must approach it with boldness and with great faith, doing things that seem out of our element, or perhaps you don't feel like you have the qualifications to be in that room, but you're there. And if you're there, it is your domain. If God has called you to that, then you are to be faithful to the call and God will take care of the rest. So I want to highlight a few characters in the Bible that would best portray someone being bold as a lion. The first character is Moses. So Moses had much to overcome and to push through. He is from the right breed because he is of Jewish descent, but raised by the enemy. He leaves his known land for a place in which he did not know he was where he was going, yet God said to go. Don't you love it when God says to do something, yet your confidence hasn't caught up yet? You're like, my confidence is still in the back seat. But Moses did it anyway. He still got up and left. He's murdered a man. He has to stand against the strongest ruler of Egypt, Pharaoh, to let his people go. All odds were stacked up against him, but he had to decide within, this is for me. Yes, he felt less than to speak because of his speech impediment, but he did not deny the call of God and went forth. Many of us are doing that. We're just going forth because God has called us to do it. We feel we don't feel adequate enough. We don't feel qualified, but you have to go with the gut instinct that God says, if God said it, then we do it. Then God says, go, we do it. You know, the lion is not a simple animal. In fact, it's such a complex, intricate, strong, and majestic animal that is at the top ranking of predators. And oftentimes, God calls us to look fear in the face, just like those lions do, because we too are wonderfully made. We too are intricately intricately made. We are his workmanship, all for his glory. He calls us to do things in life, oftentimes, not just for us, but for those around us, for the generations after us. In Moses' stories, in Moses' story, one of his assignments was to save his people, to, to, to remove those people from the bondage of Pharaoh, of the Egyptians. There are assignments in your life that God is calling you to because he wants to save and change the, save or change the trajectory of a generation or your generation. Or maybe the idea behind it is yet has yet been revealed to you, but because he's called you to it, then you are responsible to fulfill the call because he's called you to it. There is something on the inside that corresponds to the call of God. There is this stirring, this knowing. You can't explain it. It's just a knowing. The lion has this innate ability or nature about him. And it's confidence. He stands up tall in the middle of that territory and he knows who he is. So maybe you are the right breed. Like Moses of Jewish descent. Though he was brought up by the Egyptian culture. But maybe you were taught right. 
and all you've ever known was godly principles. Maybe all you've ever seen is the back of a pew and been in the house of God. But perhaps you've made some mistakes along the way and don't feel worthy. You need to revisit last week's topic, but you don't feel worthy. I'm here to remind you that God is still calling you. James chapter 1 verse 17 says, Every good and perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of the heavenly lights, who does not change like shifting shadows. That means he doesn't change. See, when God redeems us, he does a whole work with nothing missing or anything lacking. So, so what is in your heart has been placed there by God. Yes, maybe there is some refining in your process that has to happen. But go and be bold in the name of the Lord. Find your roar as we talked about how that lion roars to, to mark his territory, to make those people surrounding the boundary lines. Hey, I'm here and this is my territory. Find your roar and roar. So maybe your lineage involves broken down and busted familial ties, but he desires to use you anyway so you could change the story of your lineage. There's a call to boldness. There's a call for steadfast faith. There's a call to trust and not to give up despite of the mold that has been displayed before you. Find your roar. Let's hear your roar. Did Moses have moments of fear? I believe he did. But he faithed it in boldness. I didn't say fake. He faithed it, F-A-I-T-H, in boldness. You may need to get up in the morning and roar. Mind you, I know that sounds crazy. I'm not speaking of a literal roar, but I'm speaking of reminding yourself of who you are in God. Reminding yourself that there is a call of God on your life. Reminding yourself that your call... That there's a call to greatness, reminding yourself that you are not your past, reminding yourself that he has great things in store for your future, reminding yourself that or, or, or speaking into the atmosphere who he says you are. See, you need to let the atmosphere know who you are. You need to go to the word and discover who you are, what God says about you, that you are the head and not the tail, that you are victorious and not a victim, that he is for you, not against you, that he goes before you and fights the battles. You have to know that his kindness and mercy is extended towards you and that you are, you are in him and he's not going to withhold anything from you. So let the atmosphere that surrounds you, let it know who you are, which leads me to my next character. David, we can't talk about lions and not talk about David. David that that God used to fight against the great giant Goliath. David David did not have the physical makeup to defeat this giant, but because he had some type of experience with God and he was molded, his identity was molded all those years tending to the sheep, protecting the sheep, fighting the lion and the bear. David had learned to lean on God. Lord, David had learned to trust him. David was familiar with God's character bestowed over his life. David's identity was developed in these seasons of his life way before he became king. So that once Goliath showed up on the scene, his confidence in the Lord was what defeated Goliath. See, knowing who you are and whose you are is paramount to walking in boldness. When one lacks identity, we cave into society's ideas and society's definition 
of identity. Lions may have to fight to claim territory, but they do it because they know who they are. They know that they are the apex predator and they have every right to claim that territory with their roar. Knowing who you are and whose you are allows you to win the battle, allows you to be bold. When you know who you are, you roar. You make it known, not arrogantly, but confidently with that developed Godfidence that is in you. Come on, don't let fear get in the way of your boldness. Don't let your past get in the way of your boldness. Don't let others people, other people's labels get in the way of your boldness. Roar. Don't let anyone define you besides your heavenly father. Roar confidently. Do things boldly in faith. Do it in faith. You may have to get up in the morning and begin to roar. And you may surprise some members of your family if you begin to roar. But I'm talking about begin to declare the word of God over your life. Begin to speak and declare who you are. Begin to speak life into who you are. The Bible says that there is power in your tongue. What are you speaking over yourself? What are you, how are you labeling yourself? How do you view yourself? You're only going to approach life with this strong, confident roar if you change the perception about who you are. If you change your, your, your perception about your identity, you have got to get some boldness inside of you. And you have got to maybe go down the, the lane of introspection and, and say, God, who am I? What do you say about me? And you may have to go back and say, did you forgive me from that? And he's going to reassure you, I have forgiven you. There's no need to walk around with shame. There's no need to hold that blanket of shame of your life. You can walk with freedom and boldness. I came and I conquered it all on the cross. So you can walk with freedom and liberty and boldness and roar like those lions do. Guys, you are a Moses today. You are a David today. There are many other characters that walked in boldness. You are an Esther today. The Bible says that we're no different than the men of old. We are empowered. We are equipped to face the challenge in front of us. We will no longer shrink back. You will no longer shrink back. God's called you to step up, not to shrink back, but to step up to the plate. Roar approach like the bible says in proverbs 28 1 the righteous are bold as lions the righteous are bold as lions the righteous are bold as lions you need to write that on your mirror that the righteous i am bold as a lion sit with that thought for a moment see yourself confidently with boldness that is God's will for your life there is there is nothing inferior about you in fact you have the superior blood of Jesus flowing through your veins so today is a day that marks the day that you take ownership of that domain you take ownership of that territory Let's read that verse again from Proverbs 28.1. It 
it says, the wicked flee when, when no one pursues them, but the righteous are bold as a lion. My friends, I pray that you are blessed today. I pray that you take this message today and you apply it to your life, that your lenses have been changed, that your perception has been changed about who you are. And I hope you see yourself as a lion or a lioness. You're part of God's pride. You are his pride and joy. One more thing, guys. I want you to share this podcast with your friends and your family. Subscribe to this podcast. Review and comment. I read all your messages that you put in that comment feed. I like to hear what you have to say about it. What resonated with you? I believe this resource can has blessed you and it will bless somebody else. So go on there, rate it, rate it. If it bless you, rate it. It helps me get the word out, helps me process this, this podcast to many, get it into other people's hands. So it'll truly bless my heart. But until next time, I will see you here for the next episode. Go roar.